you can't expect to do everything on your own and live in your own head and, and still evolve. No, no it doesn't. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can't like, okay, cool. You got to this point. Great. In order to go beyond this point, like for most people, you know, hiring someone who's been to that next point knows how to get you to that next point rather than like wallowing through it yourself trying to like you know what I mean using the tools you have now yeah um because you know what I mean if you could do it you would have done it (laughs) that goes across that's that's the that goes across the board mental like it is Jack (laughs) yeah (laughs) for mental health for your fitness goals for everything right if you could do it yourself you would have done it right Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today I am chatting with Jacqueline Phillips, and she is our head strong girls coach. She is a yoga teacher, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and movement expert. And she approaches health and wellness from a holistic perspective, finding balance between work, fun, and health just like our strong girls lifestyle. She's also a CPA national champion bikini competitor and a published cover model. Today, we're getting a little bit more serious and we are going deep with Jacqueline talking about her mental health struggles, her mental illness struggles. She has always suffered from anxiety and we're going to break the stigma today because just because you have, you know, anxiety or a mental illness doesn't mean you can't succeed in life. Okay. So I really, really enjoyed this chat today. I hope you do too. I hope you get a lot out of it. Enjoy. Welcome Jack. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. A little nervous, (laughs) a little excited. Well, I feel like we chat every day, but more like formal. (laughs) Yeah. In some form or another, it's like back and forth, like some sort of business stuff. That's yeah. different. That's different. Yeah. yeah. But for those of you that don't know Jacqueline, Jack's our head strong girls coach for like three years now, right? Is- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be, yeah, it's been, it was three years in December. Yeah. Ooh. It's wild. It's like so wild. I'm like, when I think back on it, like, I, it's like, it's crazy how, like I've been, I've, I've been a, like a coach with you guys for three whole years. That's wow. Wild. I know. And she's doing amazing. That's like a long, that's like a long term for like, like the fitness industry. (laughs) It's long term for us. Like, oh my God, it it is long term for us because, you know, 
as uh, like Vince and I started the business and it was just us. And then we realized, okay, we need some more help. And, you know, a few people didn't really, that weren't the right fit, but yeah. you've been the right fit. I felt and- like the right fit. I yeah. felt like the same thing. No, I know it's, 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 it's a different, it's hard to find people that fit like a business match that you get along with personally too. And I, like, I really do feel like lucky, right? Like, I feel like it's like, it's serendipitous. Oh, I love that word. Uh, yeah. No, I feel <laughs> yeah. the same. I feel the same. And, you know, um, like you are a fellow hot and fit 100 yeah. winner, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. how we sort of met. I mean, yeah. like you are seriously one of like the bubbliest and funniest humans I know. And the strong girls just absolutely love you. Uh, but when we met, like we met, what, five years ago, five was it 2017 or 2016 or maybe no no it must have been even earlier than that yeah because I I won in 2017 I won in 2016 yeah so we met 2016 wait maybe I won in 2018 then because there was someone in between us but yeah no we it's been it was a while it was down in um in in the Caymans was that our first yes yeah Yeah. I met you and your mom we all like jammed into a minivan was it a and minivan it was, or was it a Tahoe? I feel like it was a Tahoe. Maybe it was a Tahoe. Maybe I'm it confusing was, the Vegas trip because Ar- Arthur would minivan. never. Yeah, Arthur. I, oh yeah, Vince would rent a min- minivan. <laughs> <laughs> of course, pack it with girls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nah. like what um, else would he do, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we. Okay, so we went into this. Tahoe or minivan, whatever it was. And we tried, like, we basically drove around the entire island. Yeah. Trying to run away from the rain. The rain. Yeah. We were literally hopping around the island, like, avoiding rain. Yep. And we (laughs) shot in all these different locations. And I have to tell you, like, meeting girls in the fitness industry hasn't always been so nice. positive it has it isn't always yeah. a positive experience it's not always a positive experience You're so Some right people are on guard and you know it's very competitive it's industry. a competitive industry mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so when I met you it was just like such a breath of fresh air and you were just like <laughs> so a nice. tell it like it is type of girl I think you even ate a fish head did yeah did you eat a fish yeah head? that okay. was me yep that was me why no yeah we were remember we were hiding from the rain and we were like okay well it's raining here we might as well grab lunch we grabbed lunch and <laughs> yeah, I remember eating this whole fish. It was awesome. It was really like, like it, they caught it right there. Right. And it was like yeah. delicious. It was like this, like super light, fluffy white fish. Oh, it was so good. And then yeah. someone was like, oh, like you eat the head too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was you know, I can say I did that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did that. And like, they also had almonds. They had like the fresh almonds. And I was like, oh, yeah. Remember that? So good. Yeah. And I felt so dumb. I had no idea what they were. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, no, they're almonds. I was like, no, they're not. (laughs) Cause you had to crack them open, right? Yeah. Yeah, We we didn't know that almonds. Like, Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then we also picked up the starfish, which we were not supposed to pick up the starfish. That was a no-no in the Cayman like, Islands. Maybe so. we shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, okay. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe I can edit this out. We were not supposed to do that. We didn't For know. For the picture. For the record. Yeah. Okay, so 
anyways, we had met a long time ago and that was like, a good experience though. That was so much fun. And it was ooh. like, it was a good, like, Hey, you can meet fun people. I, to be honest, I hadn't met very many. Um, I hadn't had very many positive experiences, um, with other women in the fitness industry up until that point. And especially like coming from the East coast, <laughs> like into the big Toronto scene. Like I was yeah. so naive, um, as to how that was going to go. I don't know. I don't know. So, but it was, it was, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was really, really refreshing to, um, yeah, meet you and Vince and doing the whole team thing. And yeah, you know, my and mom was coming with me everywhere. <laughs> so you guys, mom is the best. you guys are so sweet to you her too. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. And then in Vegas, we met again, um, in Vegas. And that's sort of when, like, we we knew at that point that you were going to be winning the hot fit. I don't think you. Knew I didn't that. know. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. So, like, Arthur told me on that trip, um, he was like, you know, like letting me know, like he never like outright said it, but he was like, so like he's giving me hints, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I kept doing all the things, and yeah, no, it was, I was. Yeah. Did you reach out? Cause we, when did we, it was December that I started with. Yeah. So we met in Vegas. Um, we September. went, yeah, September mm-hmm. that was for the Olympia and we had a bunch of strong girls come down for a big group shoot. So that was really fun. Um, we rented like this big mansion and all yeah, that's you know, where everyone shot. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody shot there. And then we saw you at a party and we were just, you know, asking what you were doing and you were going to I think, or you just quit your corporate gig and you're yeah. transitioning into being a coach. And yeah. I think I was it was doing in-home training at that point still. Okay. You were still, so I, was doing, I was doing some online coaching, but then I was really doing still a lot. Like the in-home training was really a large part of my income. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. Like it was good. It was good experience, right? Like getting to like go into yep. homes and yep. you know what I mean? Like you learn a lot. So, um, but yeah, I was, I was ready to <laughs> move more online. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of when like, we like offered you a position yeah. at Vegas and and that's how it all began. And yeah. I mean, ever since, you know, we've became close. I mean, the girls absolutely love you. You have a, a huge roster of clients now, um, you know, prepping them for their photo shoots. And it's just like a full circle moment. Like you, you're doing some big things. Now you have a podcast. Like we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah, No, I feel like I've, like, I feel it's, it's really crazy to think about like some of the things that have happened. And I mean, like I got a big, (laughs) a big blow up poster of the spread that I got in strong. Um, like I was so, like, I was so excited about that. I've never gotten any of my like covers or like spreads or anything like blown up you have like plastered or plaqued I've never gotten any of them (laughs) so I'm like I'm so excited I just feel like um yeah like you said things have come full circle and it's really like I'm I'm really excited to kind of be helping other women kind of yeah do the same like and I mean that today I know we're, we're gonna really focus on like some of your struggles and how you've turned them into strengths and I mean I I had no clue about, um, you know, really well. (laughs) Yeah. Your anxiety disorder. Right. Like I, I think, I think I picked up on it a little bit just to be honest, like during COVID, but I think everybody's 
like yeah. had heightened a state of mind at that, yeah. at that time. I think, and I think that's what has happened since COVID is that like, if you had kind of small things that were like manageable before COVID's kind of blown them out of the water mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. I've kind of been seeing. I don't know. Like I'm not an expert, right. I'm just speaking from my experience yeah. and from what I'm hearing from friends and other people who suffer and stuff like this, like, you know, what, what they were doing before during COVID, like before COVID um, was working well for them, maybe for years, decades even. And now through COVID, it's like, they just cannot manage anymore. And it's, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's kind of why I've been more vocal about it during COVID is because I've, that's, you're a hundred percent, right? That's, it's, I had, I had a really good um, toolkit and um, like, I had a, like lots of strategies for coping and um, how to manage everything. And I think when COVID hit, um, like a lot of those tools were taken away right? Like yeah. a lot of those, yeah. not even my, by my choice, right? Like, but yeah. like it's just things like simple things, even like going for coffee with a friend or something like, do you know what I mean? Like little things like this, what, which people don't really think of as coping mechanisms, but for someone who has like an anxiety, you know, like, and who needs yeah. to like schedule these things and have scheduled outings and have, you know what I mean? It is part of my coping. And when a lot of those are stripped, it's like, things become a lot harder. Yeah. Um, Your life yeah. changes. It's almost like you feel as though you don't have control over anything anymore, right? A hundred percent. around you. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's, and you're, you're absolutely right. Like with like the control thing, like that's, that's what it is to kind of deal with anxiety and like that, like that, like careful balance between like controlling things, but like being able to like let go. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. yeah, it's kind of thrown into it was it was kind of thrown into, you know, a huge um it was just thrown for a loop, right? And it kind mm-hmm. of really came mm-hmm. out and um I had to start yeah, <laughs> scheduling scheduling like vacations a lot more often and yeah. yeah, I think that's um, you know, there's different different ways that I have different little you know, strategies that I have developed since COVID. Um you know, and still working on it, still working on them before COVID. I mean, as you know, like, like health and wellness and like my, just like daily activity and movement, um, that played a huge, huge role in like my, like maintenance of my mental health, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think, I think a lot of people struggle with this and um, you know, people that are not just, uh, you know, it's not natural to them to be physically active. They're, they're missing that whole yeah. side of all the benefits that you can get to help manage that. Right. I mean, yeah. when, when was, I, I feel like I've read your story, um, before about like when you start, like when this all started and it was quite young, like you were, I think yeah. around eight, grade three. Yeah. Eight years old. Yeah. So what what was that? Like, can you yeah. go back there for us? And I mean, it will even help with our listeners looking out for these types of things in their kids. Kids. Right? And that's honestly, I got so many people. That was what most people reached when I, when I kind of spoke out, um, you know, on social media, that's what I had a lot of people reaching out and I'm getting like, I get like choked up thinking about it, but a lot of people reached out and said, Hey, like their daughters are going through the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, like, just like, 
what advice, like asking for advice, you know, like I didn't, you know, I don't don't, handle it. Yeah. But yeah. So like, and so for, for, for me and for my, my parents, God bless my parents. (laughs) (laughs) I know looking back now, you like realize what your parents actually did for you. Right. Mm -hmm. You think uh, like, oh my goodness, you look back on like, like what I put them through and what they, yeah. So, but I, when I was in grade three, I, um, I was, I was behind on homework. I didn't understand. I really struggled with math all throughout my life. Um, but same, same yeah. here. <laughs> right. Like really struggled. And I was like, I excelled in everything else, but with math, I really struggled grade three. I was like, we had this little like booklet of homework and you were supposed to do like another page every night, right? Like another exercise. And I was like weeks behind like three weeks. I remember specifically three weeks. I don't know why I remember that little detail of this, but I remember being like weeks, like three weeks behind on this little booklet. And at the same time I was going through great, I was raised like fairly religious. Like I, I went to, I went to mass every Sunday, like every week, every Sunday for Mm -hmm. like 18 years. (laughs) Um, and so at the time I was going through, I think what do you go through? Com- no, uh, for first communion. I think first your communion. first communion mm-hmm. in, in grade two, I think it is. Yeah. So yeah. I was just going through my first communion. So I was like very, um, I guess it was in my brain, like God and heaven and stuff like this. And I kept telling my mom, I, I want, I, I wanted to go visit God in heaven. And that's how that was like her first. Yeah. Like that was like her first, like, wait, what? And like, I think looking back, what I was thinking at the time was like, they made heaven sound great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this math book anymore. Oh, right? they're, like, they're like, wait, I'm like, wait. So like, I can just go to heaven and it's like, none of this math shit anymore. Sorry. So, so, none of this okay. math stuff anymore. Right. And so like, I think looking back, that's kind of where, I, where my head was at. And that was like the first kind of like clue. Like I didn't, I didn't want to, I knew what it meant at the time to go to heaven. I knew that meant not existing anymore and not being able to see my friends and my family. And I knew that at the time. And so, and my parents knew that I knew that. So like that to them, they, like that was obviously very distressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't know how to cope. Like I had no coping mechanisms with like how to, like how to deal with stress or anxiety. Um, and that was like the first instance of it. And from there, I think I saw that I saw a, like a child therapist for, mm-hmm. I think until like grade 11 <laughs> on and off, not the whole, not the whole time. So when people, when people talk about therapy, I think, I think this is important just to say, so people understand like what it means to have a therapist and like going to therapy. Like for some people, it might mean like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Some people, it might mean three or four times a week. Some yeah. people it might be once a month. Mm-hmm. Some people, it might be like once every two months, like there, I feel like a lot of people like think therapy is like this intensive thing where you go like every day and it's like you work on something new every day. It's not really like that. It's, no. it's something like over time. Right. And like, I like on and off, like, so when I say I was in therapy, like starting in grade three, well, I think there was a couple of years where I probably didn't go at all. Like, you know what I mean? I think yep, yep. grade four, five, six, I was pretty good or great. Yeah. Grade or grade five, five, six, I was good. And then I went back in middle school middle school stuff. And then high school, I went back in like grade 10, 11. And then I was, I was good um, until my third year of university and it came back. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's on and off, right? On and off, yeah. 
Um, and I was good. Like after universal, after, um, law school was really when it, that's, that's when I hit rock bottom. Um, that was like, so I had, I had it pretty well managed. Um, and it, through, through university up to the third year university and then third year university hit things kind of started like, you know, going, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I fell into law school, right? Like, like a lot of us, I just yeah. fell into it. Yeah. It was something that I think it was something that you, well, were I did good. Like I did okay on the LSAT, right? Like I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll, hmm. <laughs> I'll do this. Yeah. Um, and first year law school, it was just like, that was the first year I had no varsity sports. So all through my undergrad, I at least had my varsity, like my sports that would kept me like focused and moving every day and like and purpose, purpose. Yeah. And like Passion. friends and social group, like so much, right? <laughs> yeah. Like so much. So when I, when I got to law school, it really became, um, I guess I don't want to say it's a top, it was a toxic environment. I created a toxic environment through what I was doing and like what I didn't do. And I think that right there is like a big, the biggest clue is what wasn't I doing. I look back and really, it really, really came down to moving, like moving my body, like yeah. physically at physical activity. Um, so you had basically stopped all of that. When yeah. Yeah. So get up. So after, after when you get in, I, I got into law school and, you know, start lost like law classes. I hadn't had, I didn't do the gym. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do the gym. Like mm-hmm. I, that wasn't a thing I had. There was a gym for varsity athletes in my undergrad, like in school where I went and like, I had a set workout and schedule and program that was given to me by someone who told me what to do, showed yeah. me what to do, coach. was there. Yeah. Like was there, yeah. Like everything along the way. So I never really like learned what to do in a, in a gym. I don't, I don't know what to do. So I didn't want to go to a gym. Um, and I didn't, I didn't do any. And so I didn't do anything in law school. My first year, I didn't do anything. I literally, I think, I think there was like, um, like a volleyball, like an uh, in, in, intramural, intramural, is that what it's called? I always struggled with that. Intramural, 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 Anyway, you know what I'm saying? There was volley, you know like little saying. rec volleyball league. And I think I played like a couple games, but I just like was like not into it. I was, mm-hmm. so I really just wasn't doing anything. And I was basically just drinking and going to classes and trying to survive this like horrible <laughs> experience that I hated. Yeah. I didn't want to yeah. be there. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I really did hit, I really did hit rock bottom. I just, I hated everything. I hated, I hated everything. I hated life. I hated, I hated it. wasn't, I, I feel like when people aren't living their true passion and purpose, that's when like anxiety and depression creeps in, right? Cause you just don't feel fulfilled and that's 100%. on your mind. hundred percent. And if you are prone to anxiety and depression, like if, if you have mental Amplifier. health, like, you know what I mean? It's ample a hundred percent. You're absolutely right. When you're forced into a position that you like, you you're not supposed to be in, you don't want to be in, like, you're gonna, whether you like, even if you settle yourself to the idea, you're still, still going to struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And I experienced that like flip-flopping between the corporate world and 
fitness, right? I, yeah. I experienced that. So when I finally realized I had real, like I, I, I was, I was burnt out. I was like, yeah. okay, I can do this and end up in the hospital. Like, yeah you know, on, on, yeah. on suicide watch straight up, like in Toronto, I was alone, um, going through like a breakup. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like I was, I, I was, think this is when I met you too, right? Like around the Cayman islands. Was that yes. around that time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. I would have never known. Oh my God. Known. Yes, mm. it was, it was. And that was, um, that was a really transformative trip for me because uh, that was when that was that was like literally like two wait how many like how many months later did I quit like two months later I quit my job yeah because you were talking about it already yeah 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 like so like two months later I had quit yeah that was a really and that that trip was really transformative we always talk about how photo shoots are like super transformative and yeah. they like they totally are but this trip in particular I was I was in San Francisco for work I was doing um I was at a conference for, I don't know, some legal conference in San Francisco. And I had planned, I, when I decided, when I figured out I was, I had to go to San Francisco, I was like, well, I guess I'll go to the Cayman Islands. Right after. <laughs> so I made this like huge trip out of it. And I remember awesome. exploring San Francisco on my own, like the first time ever doing something like really on my own without someone like guiding me. I like rented a bike. I like rode around oh yeah I rode around like the park around um I love San Fran yeah the Golden Gate Bridge like I just did like all of the touristy things and I was like totally alone um and then like I flew to Miami and like hung out there for a night and then flew down to the Cayman um and met my mom (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah but that was um yeah that was like that was kind of um and that's why she met me there. She knew I was struggling, right? Like yeah. she knew at the time it was really, it was weird timing. And, um, I, I needed to do something right. I knew, I knew, I knew I needed to do something. Um, and as you know, as per usual, I dive into <laughs> dive, dive into fitness. Yeah. But that, that was, was your happiness. You knew that. And you were listening to yourself, right? You were listening and, and you knew how you felt. And I think that even though with all your struggle, like you, you pretty much figured this out at a younger age, like you were in your twenties still like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And cope and yeah. Learning how to, um, yeah, I was still, I guess that is young for the fitness industry. Right. I'm learning. Mm. I'm really learning that, you know, yeah, I've got a lot, I've got a lot to learn. I've got a long way to go. And, um, but that's a good thing. It's a good thing. And, but yeah, no, I think when I, when I made the switch, finally, you're so right. Like it felt like things were like, it literally felt like bricks, like just like falling into place, like perfectly. Yeah. Like, it was yourself. like, yeah. And it, um, it became a lot easier to cope and, um, create that balance. Like I, that's what it was for me. Like I had to create this like balance that allowed activity, like physical activity in my mm-hmm. life, because I knew that was like, for me, Better that's already. a value. That's, that's one of my like cornerstones pillars of my life is, yeah, yeah. is physical activity because I know how reliant, like I, and, and I know that, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing being reliant on it, but I mean, it's certainly. It's coping for you, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's, I really do think, I think it's an interesting thing that you brought up, you know, people who don't know that, you know, like people who don't, don't, 
love physical activity. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20, all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. A lot of people say, like, oh, you know, if you just do it, if you just force yourself to do it enough, you'll, you'll eventually love it. Um, I think there's like a little bit of a balance there. Like you got to find something you at least a little bit enjoy, right? Like you have to find a type of movement you enjoy, but anybody who said like, like there's no, nobody on the face of the planet will ever like finish a workout and say, Oh, like I feel, yeah, I feel horrible. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, nobody's ever going to say that you're going to feel good. And that's the thing. I think you have to teach people to like really pay attention to how they feel after like, how do you feel Feel. after you go for a half an hour walk? Like you're going to feel better stepping outside and going for a walk. 100%. There's nobody, like you said, on this earth, that's not going to feel better. Nobody like nobody has a broken foot or something. you've injured yourself or like something really horrible has happened like nobody's ever finished a workout and was like damn I really wish I didn't do that yeah like no (laughs) right it's a habit right you have to build that habit if you if it's something that you don't enjoy to do and and you know that it's going to make you feel better in the end it's a habit you have to develop right a hundred percent and like it's it's that it's um it's like it's like you said like you just you have you have to once you realize like literally how good you'll feel and how like yeah you're you're so right it's it's um yeah I like to say I I can't play that I'm I'm gonna like date myself because nobody plays tapes anymore but I like to say (laughs) play the tape to the end right like like really visualize how you're gonna feel after doing a workout right yeah no that's like that's that's a that's a big thing for me I feel like honestly I'm so at this point I'm so dependent on it um, I, I don't, I think that sounds like so silly. I don't want people to think like I'm someone that like wakes up it's every part of your day life, and though. like, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. It's, yeah. it's, it's just like, it's not, but I think people think like I wake up and work out like six or seven days a week. That's not what I do. Like, it's like four, maybe four or five. If I feel like doing, you know, an activity on one of the days, like maybe yeah. some weeks it's three. Right. So, um, but it's something that's like, it's, and a lot of people say like, oh, I'm going away on vacation for two days. Like, what should I do? I'm like, go away on vacation for two days. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> to me, it's like something that's very, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just take and a vacation I, yeah. and come back and start again. And to me, I, I like before maybe I wouldn't work out on vacation, but now I like love to work out on vacation. Like it just oh, yeah. feel good. Like it just sets the tone for my day. Like I love it, you know? I, and I, I do too. And I think it's a big thing because Keith also likes to get like, so having a partner, having someone like, uh, like a support system that like yeah. also enjoys that. And it creates a positive that's really the key is creating a positive experience around it and creating like yep. fun, like habits and rituals for me anyway. Like I watch yep. Netflix. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> I can, you know, like during my warm up or during a rollout, like, love you know it. what I mean? Like, I love yeah. it. And that's the only time I decide like, okay, this is the only time you can watch. Yeah. Because you're during your rollout. So you got to roll out. <laughs> like stretching and stuff like that so like you create like these positive experiences around 
around the act, like around your physical activity and it makes it just so much more enjoyable and you look forward to it. And yeah, no, it's, it's, I think, um, that's, yeah, it's key. Cause you're not always going to love it. Like, no, there's going to be days where you're just like, Oh, I'm going to, I know I'm going to make myself do it today because I will feel better after. And then there's other days that you're just like, yes, let's go. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's like everything, right? hundred percent. And I think like pertaining pertaining to mental health specifically, I think, um, like, I think that's as much as I use it for a coping like strategy. I think a lot of people, this is something a lot of people with mental health issues and like, you know, they, they, they struggle with that. Um, I'm sorry. Ken saying hello. Well, I see, I see Guinea in the background. He's like, Mom. Uh, yeah. Guinea is her is Guinea is Jacqueline's dog, by the way. Yes, my dog. <laughs> he's he's just popped in. He's um super needy. Um, but yeah, no. So I think um I've completely lost my train of thought. In ment- in terms of mental health and like, you know, for people who struggle with, you know, not exercising due to mental um, illness, you know, like they can't, like they literally don't have the energy or Mm -hmm. they can't drag themselves, like drag themselves to do it. Or, um, you know, just the mental block, they like, can't, they, you know, for whatever reason, they don't want to go into a gym. They can't like, they have whatever reason. Um, even like in terms of nutrition, right. Like that side of things, like, you know, overeating or like binge eating, um, alcohol eating disorders. Yeah. Alcohol, like all these things. Right. I think it's, um, it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged blade, right? Like using fitness, like it's, it's, it can put a lot of pressure on someone, right? Like, and that's what I also hear a lot of times a lot. And that's a lot of my clientele, right. Are people who also struggle with mental illness. And like, they ask me like, Hey, like, how do you, how do you, force yourself to work out when you literally are like, you can't do it. Right. Like how, and I think that's, that's one of the biggest things. And honestly, I know, like, I, I'm not, I'm no expert and it's, it's not a fun answer, but it's literally what you just said. It's the same thing. It's forcing yourself to do it in the moment and, and looking beyond how you feel right now. Yeah. Right. Like visualize how you, how you're going to feel afterwards. That's, and that's all you can do. And honestly, I, I tell a lot of people like go through the motions as Mm -hmm. much as like you talk a lot about, and I'm, I'm a big one for this is like, like optimizing your workout and how to like make the most out of your workout. You like, you see me talking about that with the girls all the time. Right. And it's true. If you want to level up, you, you do have, you know, like tempo form technique, like really, you know what I mean? All these things are really important, but when someone's just trying to you know get through (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing right and I say like I I do have a lot of clients that have that and it's it's always like okay like let's go back to the basics like start with what you can do yeah if you know I as much as I hate to say like if if hopping on the peloton bike is something that you can like mentally just zone out away from Mm -hmm. and and like you can just get up and do that and you don't have to think about it and that at least you, you don't dread that, then that's what we start with and just start there. Right. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. And then you get yeah. them back into it. So then you start to incorporate a little more like exercises with their Peloton workout. And so I think, I think that's really important too, is just 
starting like if if all you can manage is walking to your door then walk to your door and that's literally how (laughs) that's literally how debilitating some people it it is for people who like think about um you know who have mental illness or like use it as like I hate to say it but like use it as an excuse Mm -hmm. um there are there are solutions you know just like just like any any you know disability or disease right like there's 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 ways we can navigate there's ways we can manage and navigate and um you know yeah you utilize utilize the strategy because it clearly does work right like yeah anyone who has it sounds so it sounds like so um like culty to say but it's like if you've seen the light like you know anybody who knows like anybody who's like been at their like peak performance yeah. and like you know yeah. like drinking eating their water and no. eating drinking anybody water. who's done that no but like good mm-hmm. you know right you 100% know you you know when you're like nourishing like when your body is at you know peak peak performance absolutely and, absolutely so. and so with exercise and eating well and drinking your water and all of that what else do you do I do you go to for regular therapy now like, yeah. So that you always have just as a like, maintenance. Yeah. So or- talk therapy is, okay. um, is something that's regular for me. So literally just a phone call with the therapist, okay. my therapist. Um, like I said, I'm, and I think that's just like another, I don't know, tip mental health. I rarely get Aww. to talk about this. So like I'm amazing. Right. Um, this is so good because people don't talk about it. They just don't know now, but still, there's still people that are ashamed. Right. Yeah. Or like, just don't know. Like they said, like people think like therapy and they think like, do you know what I mean? Like people just don't know what it is, what Mm -hmm. it really is. Right. Is like, like find some, first of all, find someone you actually enjoy talking to. I think that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like one of the biggest things with therapy, like I've had people be like, I tried it and didn't like it. I was like, well, are you like best friends with every single person you meet? No, you're going to like, you ha- I really think you should try multiple, like talk to a couple of people yeah. and see which one. Find the right fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Um, uh, so I do talk, I do talk therapy on the phone right now. It's about once a month. Um, I've had, like, if I have like an emergency, I can like say like, you know, call her and say like, Hey, can we hop on the phone? Like, you know, urgently. I haven't really used that when like I think around Christmas time you know like any high like high really intense times I like to utilize like talk therapy um in my early 20s I was prescribed um Ativan okay um antidepressant or it's an an anti-anxiety yeah so it's like an it's it's so for some people it like makes you like fall asleep Mm -hmm. um yeah. And I was, I wasn't really, I didn't fall asleep. I was like, whatever it was fine. It, it's one of those things. Like I have considered going back on it since COVID. So that's like another thing that, you know, is, I think it's important to like be open and honest about like, hmm. why haven't I, it's, it's gotta be right. Right. Like it's gotta yeah. be right for you. I don't know. Like it's gotta, I feel like it's, it's, it wasn't the right choice for me back in my early twenties. Um, it was for a little while. And then I got really, it, it was interfering with things. So I came off it and developed other strategies. And I don't like just for me across the board in all aspects of my life, like if I don't need to like incorporate something in, I don't like, 
even in my skincare routine like I don't want to like yeah yeah I don't like adding things in if I don't what eight creams before yeah, bed. no 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 layer it like on properly one, you know <laughs> I'm like a rinse I'm like a wash yeah. and moisturize kind of girl right so I'm the same with like any medications or supplements or anything like yeah. that I didn't really want to add it in if I could manage it if I could get it under control and so I worked really hard at developing all those strategies and they all worked really really well until COVID and so I actually have considered um going back on I talked with my mom I talked with Keith I talked with my doctor. Um, I just need to, I, I haven't, I haven't quite decided like if it's the right call yet, because it's, um, it's something I'm still working through too yeah, with talk yeah. therapy. Right. And it's yeah. gotta be, I think it's, it's gotta be the right like thing. Like everyone's an individual. So yep. yeah. for some people it's, it's going to balance them out perfectly for some people. It's not going to do what it should do. Or, um, so right now, um, talk, talk, like, like I said, talk therapy, calling my therapist once a month. And honestly, it's like, it's just so good to have someone to bounce. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I really encourage everyone. I'm like, unbiased and, opinion, right? Like somebody that doesn't, oh, yeah. not your family, it's, not a friend. A hundred percent. Yeah. No one, it's an unbiased, someone who's going to provide like feedback on your thoughts and your feelings and all these things you've been mulling over in your head that you can't talk to anyone about because yeah. you, know, you don't yeah. want them to think you're crazy yeah yeah <laughs> like all of those things you can literally just say out loud to this person and it's their job not to judge you or do anything yeah. like they like it's great um and they provide really like really good really good feedback um and coping strategies and tools. And so I think, um, yeah, I, I'm like, everyone go get a therapist. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20 all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. I mean, there's a stigma around it. I I went to a therapist after Jackson because I feel like I did struggle a little bit with postpartum anxiety. Now looking back, I didn't know what it was at the time. And my yeah. I lost an aunt at an early age and that was all coming back. Like, yeah. And I felt like I was crazy because – yeah. You felt she like you passed, were- passed away when I was 18. Like, why am I not over this yet? And when I went to therapist, he said to me, you know what? Time doesn't always heal. And that made me feel so much better because I felt like I was nuts, you know, like yeah. I would bring it up to Vince and he'd be like, yeah, but this was so long ago. Like he didn't fully understand either. Yeah. And I think that, I think, I think a therapist and I viewed him more as a coach, like he was a life coach for me. That's you know, you so interesting. Yeah. That you yeah. say that. Cause that's what Keith calls his, yeah. his, mental, his mental coach. His mental coach. Yeah. And then, so I tell all men, I'm like, if you guys are worried about that, so I know it's like removing the stigma, but literally if, if calling it a coach is better for you, that, yeah. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So whatever you want to call it, therapist, coach, whatever. Um, that's, that's their job. That's and what that's what doing. we ended up doing. And then even I brought Vince in. And so we were going maybe just like once a month because, you know, we ha- were new parents. We were balancing the business. You know, we were married. Like it was a lot. And to have that, like we called them, him our marriage coach, like just to yeah. have that yeah. that session with him, 
helped so much. And I feel like a lot of people are, they're just so worried. Not They're just worried about the whole stigma behind it. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. No. And I think like, you're so like, it's so funny. Like as soon as you call it, you know, a marriage coach, people are like, oh, okay. That makes like, yeah. they're okay. like, I want one. <laughs> yeah. Like that makes so much sense. And I think, you know what, even broader than like coach, like, I think people are weird about like, hot like ask it's asking for help in general right like it's even we see it with like fitness right like even with our client like with people like inquiring you get it all the time right it's like oh I don't think I need like a coach right like I don't like because it's it's admitting vulnerabilities right like it's admitting you know like you you could use help with something and I think that's like it's not, that's not nope. like, that's not it's a weakness, how you're going right? To level up. It's how you're going to evolve and continue to grow. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's, it's the same answer I give. Like when people ask like, oh, you're, you're a coach. Like, why do you have a coach? I'm like, well, like Tom Brady has like 10 coaches. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And that's, what? and that's why he is. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like the highest level of like, do you know what I'm saying? Like the best athletes in the world have tons of coaches yes yeah why wouldn't I have coaches as well if I also want to be good (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) even as we we just we hired another business coach like it yes you can't expect to do everything on your own and live in your own head and and still evolve no No, it doesn't exactly exactly you can't like okay cool you got to this point great in order to go beyond this point like for most people you know hiring someone who's been to that next point knows how to get you to that next point rather than like wallowing through it yourself trying to like you know what I mean using the tools you have now yeah um because you know what I mean if you could do it you would have done it (laughs) that goes across that's that's the that goes across the board mental like it is Jack Yeah. For mental health, for your fitness goals, for everything. Right. If you could do it yourself, you would have done it. Right. It's and it's, yeah. I like to say, how is that working for you? And if it's not like you, you need help, right? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And there's nothing wrong with saying you need help, right? Like clearly there's something, there's a missing piece. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like, I think that's really important on the mental health side of things too. I know we're spending a lot of time here, but like, I think it's like, it's, you know, it's okay to need help with, with, you know what I mean? Your, your, like your mental health. And I think, I think that's the biggest thing is just admitting, you know, like, okay. Cause I think that's people tell themselves, Oh, I can do it. I got yeah. this. They yeah. go through an episode yeah. and then they're like, Oh, I got, it's okay. Like I, I made it. it. Like I got this. I can do it. And then Their they like, talk, mm-hmm. they talk themselves out of it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't be, <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't be here every like Friday night having this like yeah. breakdown. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? If, yeah. if, it's if the pattern, have... yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think like recognizing that and just like, you know, again, across the board, whether it's your fitness goals, whether it's something you're dealing mental health wise that you can't seem to like kind of get control of, like just get help. It's so yeah. much quicker. It's so That's much really more good effective advice. and efficient. Really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. So much more effective and efficient. Um, so let's um, switch some gears here and let's just talk about what you've been doing. Cause you have, you know, a full yeah. roster of strong girl clients. Now, <laughs> a lot of them are doing photo shoots and 
you know, we're taking, we're, le- we're, we're, le- you're leveling them up in a big way. Um, talk about that. Tell me about your podcast where people can find yeah. you all that good stuff. Cool. Yeah, no, I think, um, I'm really like everything, like I said earlier, everything's really falling into place, um, in terms of, you know, coaching and, you know, with the team and, um, I'm, I'm just like, I'm really, I'm just, I'm just really excited about everything that's happened. I mean, 2020 was so crappy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so, but crappy. not in business for you. Like you really not in business. Up in 2020. Yeah, like, so- you have a lot of girls under you now. Yeah, no, I'm like fully, I'm pretty much at capacity and I have like a full like wait list. Like I'm feeling really good at, at this point. Like I really am. Um, the, the, like, as you know, my whole goal is to figure out ways to uh, scale up, right? Yeah, so, scale. <laughs> figure out how to, you know, keep delivering the same level of coaching to my girls and make sure they're getting, um, you know, everything, the full strong girls experience. Right. Um, so that's where I'm at now. It's a really good place to be. I'm super like, I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited. Like I said, 2020 was crap for the world, but it was, um, it was awesome for strong girls. And I think it really brought like in a like a huge group. Like, I mean, you know, how yeah. big yeah. the, the team grew. Um, it just brought in such like a huge group of women who are like really ready to double down on their like health and wellness goals and recognize people. I think I'm loving how much people have realized women in particular have realized this past year, how important like it is to prioritize their goals because yeah. nothing else yeah. works. if they, if they don't. Right. So, and I think that's what these women are working towards and recognizing and kind of like starting to live the lifestyle. And that's what I've seen. Um, so much, like in the last, just in the last year, so many women and, uh, you know, like recognize that they need to prioritize themselves and really like really given her, like yeah. really just diving yeah. head first yeah. into the strong girls like yeah. lifestyle. Your book and photo um, shoots. I mean, you posted yeah. something on your, your, your Instagram, like the, what did you say? That was your last post, the biggest project that you're You'll ever work on is, is yourself. yourself. Yeah. And I 100%. feel like that's what a lot of the girls have like, it just clicked for them this year. Yeah, of course. Like think about it. There's so much uncertainty in the world. Like what else can you control? Well, you literally that's the only thing you how you react (laughs) yeah exactly your actions everything is that is you and Mm -hmm. I think people are really like really grabbing onto that and sharing that and like it's starting to really like like it's it's that you know the floodgates are open yeah the aspire to inspire and they're inspiring people and um yeah I think it's like it's it's really I'm I'm just I'm really really excited about where things are going and to like bring more people in um and that's kind of where the podcast came into I'm like okay how can we get more people into this like community into this at least thought like the, the, how we think, how the strong, how strong girls think, which is an abundance mindset, um, you know, a strength mindset, you know, growing, adding rather than that restriction and limitation mindset of diet culture, right? We're essentially trying to undo diet culture and all these extremes. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's, that's, that's a huge, um, that's what my goal is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you debunk a lot of the like myths in the health industry. Yeah. And guys, if you have like pause this right now and look up (laughs) hanger management and go subscribe because it's awesome. It's a lighthearted 
funny, funny view funny, on yeah. some of the craziness in the fitness industry. That's and all like, it is. And yeah. science back too, like what we I mean, just the basics. Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really what we wanted to do is like, be like the basics, right? Cause there's so many awesome podcasts out there that are like super sciencey and like, they they're like yep. getting all the, like, you know, um, public, like the literature, the scientific literature Geeky. and stuff like that. And we're yes. keeping Geeky it very high level, up. lighthearted, but we want to like, come on, we want to give it, we, that's the whole goal is like to say like, come on guys, like think about this, like, yes. <laughs> like yeah. think about this. This yeah. is like high level what you need. I to love know. the waist trainer one because I oh saw you post it well, when we the- just hired you and I'm like, um, this, <laughs> we got to rethink this one. So horrifying. Didn't say anything to you. must have been so horrified. No, like, I, I think that's like the great thing about it is that I've tried most of yes, this stuff. Yeah. You're not making fun of people. You're basically making fun of like what you've done. I've tried all this stuff, man. Yeah, like I have yeah. done all this stuff. I've tried it. Like, I'm not going to, you, you know what I mean? It's, it is what it is. And I think that's, I think that's a big part of, you know, uh, like the issue with the fitness industry in general is like, there's so much information and people are trying to make a buck like the quickest yeah. way possible. Um, and it's, it's really hard to like, try to tell people like, Hey, no, it's going to be slower. It's not super flashy and fun, but like, I can get you to your goals and I can keep you there yeah. and you'll know what you need to know to carry on. And I think it's yeah. like, it's not, it's not a easy sell among no, no. such like flashy, fad, trendy yes. diet. And it's our job to educate. Yes. Right. And so yeah. this is just another way to educate in a like exactly way right and exactly. and like one of our things as we all believe as strong girls coaches is that we want to teach you how to eat and train moving forward so you don't have to rely on like a meal plan for the rest of your life because who wants right. to do that right right um and a sustainable way and we celebrate with a fun photo shoot like that's the yeah. celebration that's the fun part of it and I mean, we have like how many people shooting in May with, with Paul Vesetta? A lot. Like, yeah, there's like over 30 girls. <laughs> a lot. So we're going to have a busy May, but yeah. I mean, we're so excited. Now, Jack, I'm just going to wrap this up, but I want to yeah. know what the word strong means to you. Yeah, I actually thought about this a lot. And I, I know, like, I do want to, I know we got to wrap it up, but I think so strong is someone I, I always think of my mom. I know I've been talking about my my, shout out to my mom. She's like the epitome of what it means to be like a strong person because it's, it's something, yeah, you can be strong of body, but like when you're strong of like, they go hand in hand and Mm -hmm. in like, like I said, it's that double aid, double edged blade, right? It's like, strong strength in mind and strength in body go hand in hand and like to be determined and relentless and like unbreakable that's what that's what strong is to me so some not not just you know physical strength yeah um but they go hand in hand because you know feeling like you can literally get up when there's the weight of the world on you exactly like this, like a squat to me. I love that analogy. Right. I just love oh, it I when love the weight that. of the world is yeah. on your shoulders. Right. When you do, when you physically squat heavy things with like heavy, like, like heavy ass weight on your shoulders and you do that repetitively, repetitively, physically week after week. Well, when it comes to mentally having the weight 
like the weight of the world on your shoulders, like, you know, you can do it. Like, you know, you can, you have that strength. So to me, they go really hand in hand and that's what strength and being strong is to me. I love that, Doc. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank absolutely. So much yeah, for thanks being so here much. today. Thanks so much and, for having me. Yeah. And sharing what you did because like your proof that even with, you know, an anxiety disorder that you can have a great life, you can be a yes. great partner, you can be a great, you know, family member, you can achieve things, you can be happy, you can help others still in a huge way. Mm-hmm. And you're just walking proof of that. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for everything that you've done. Thank you. That's so nice too. And yeah, I mean, I want to have you back on and because we have some fun things to chat about, like our new strong girls pro pro (laughs) program. So we'll, we'll have you back on soon. I'm so excited. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to talk about it, but we'll we'll (laughs) talk about it next time. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Great. I'm so excited. Okay. Jack, you have a good day. Thank you so much, Jenny. Have a good one. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnevelt Pay. Take care and stay strong.